0: Let it begin. As As always. Got a new set up here. how you guys doing out there welcome to motorcycle madhouse brought to you by insane throttle biker news got a pretty good show for you today got a lot going on over on the west coast yeah we got a lot going on the west coast over there out of Modesto there has been some developments in a case that uh, started last year so we're gonna check that stuff out Uh, first what I wanna do is it's funny, I was having a conversation uh with BD, and I guess somebody wasn't too happy with me for calling him a snowflake over on our channel. So, you know, it happens, you know who I I, I piss on everybody's Wheaties equally. That's just me. Well, he didn't like my viewpoints you know then no freaking R card is played every time you have a disagreement with them people on the left you know the snowflakes they get pissed and they start calling you the r-word now you know everybody knows what it means but i ain't gonna give any credence to it because it's bs uh you know one thing that i was asked that was uh, especially interesting Everybody who's seen my mixed race uh, video over on YouTube, I laid it all out. I am one of them guys that believe, hey, we all bleed red, man. You know, you got guys in foxholes getting, you know, shot up together, giving their lives for together. So, you know, who am I to say this person's not as good as that person? I'm just not that kind of guy. I just ain't that way. Uh, You know, uh, I don't harbor any ill will towards anybody unless you come at me. That's just the way I've always been. So anyway, you know, I was asked, do you believe Black Lives Matter? Well, of course I believe Black Lives Matter. I just don't believe in the organization because it was taken over by the extreme left. I'm talking anarchists, man. Uh, then he said, well, you know, why can't you put out there, uh, you don't believe in the, the KKK? Well, I don't believe in them morons either, man. I really don't. There they if you gotta hide your face and you can't do something that you believe in and you gotta hide, you're a coward. That's just the way I look at it. So uh yeah, interesting stuff, interesting stuff uh with this conversation. I think I'm gonna start a series over on Instagram because on Instagram what I do is I put up videos that I normally don't do over on YouTube or Facebook and I don't cover it in the podcast because I like to keep it biker news related and all that good stuff even though in the upcoming shows I'm going to start giving monologues and stuff like that kind of like what I'm doing now you know just giving a brief overview of a couple subjects my thoughts on the subjects mix it up a little bit you know what I mean Uh, I think it makes for more interesting radio when you do it that way you know I with the biker news segment i try to get it around 25 minutes uh a segment that way you know you're listening in the car you're out on the bike you know you just stick with us for about 25 minutes and you know you're listening to what's going on in the uh scene But at the same time, over, you know, like I said on Instagram, I like to discuss social issues. You know, I just don't, I I don't want to be put in that box. You know, there's just so much more out in the world to talk about. And I believe the Instagram uh, TV or Instagram, whatever the hell you want to call it over there, is a good place to do it. You know, I was going to do it on the other YouTube channel, but I was like, man, that's just a pain in the butt and all that good stuff. So I decided to go that route on uh, that way to do things. So if you're not a subscriber to Instagram, get over there and subscribe over to Instagram. You'll get a lot of good stuff, and I'm sure we're going to have some heated battles because, again, I believe in putting on both sides. Now, for the guy who was complaining to BD, you're a snowflake schluck. You're a schluck. I guess he's anti-far or something like that. Dude, you really don't want to debate me live on air about your positions. You really don't want to do it. You know, you might come say, oh, I'm going to throw a couple punt. I'll bring a jackhammer to the debate, dude. You better have your facts straight if you want to debate somebody like me. You know, be very prepared uh one last thing before we get into the uh biker news segment of the show is i'm really gonna start working on the patreon uh deal i'm gonna start working on that tomorrow come up with a big plan uh you know for the members and stuff like that i'm thinking about holding uh once a month zoom conversations with the members so uh I am working on that. You know, I got so many freaking logs in the fire right now. It's unreal. Uh, if you've seen us on Facebook, you, you know, YouTube, all that stuff, you see how busy we get over there. But, uh, you know, that's just some thoughts. Just some thoughts. So, let's get on to the biker news, shall we? One year after New Hampshire biker crash, I ain't going to say his name, but the driver challenges witnesses accounts. Go Figure this from the Laosun.com by Andrew Martinez. The driver is asking a judge to toss evidence offered by witnesses who allegedly saw him drive erratically before his pickup truck slammed into and killed seven bikers last June in New Hampshire. The driver faces twenty-three charges including homicide and the deaths of seven Jarhead motorcycle club members in a fury wreck on US two and June on June twenty first. It's actually been a year. Man, I remember when that first story came out and all the clubs started pitching in, the whole biker community came together. Yeah, it was a sight to see. A year ago uh, this happened, and it's just starting to go in uh, the court system. Uh, Somebody actually asked me about uh, the Keith Palumbo case, and again, that takes a lot of time. When we get new things, we'll put it out there for you. Just like this, though, it takes a lot of time to go through the court system. Uh, he also made requests last week to toss various evidence related to his chest checkered past. Really? So the judge, uh, not the judge, but the jury don't get to hear about your checkered past because you're in the hot seat right now and you want to get all that tossed, right? Yeah. The West Springfield man is contesting witness accounts of his alleged erratic driving before the crash, and this is the lawyer talking, it's not him, it's the lawyer, uh, as uh, described by a passerby, three little in New Hampshire firefighters, and two employees of an auto dealer, one of whom called blank, uh, pick up driving like a bat out of hell. Well, you you want the firefighters' accounts tossed out. Why? Because they're credible? Yeah. Don't mess with the firefighters. You guys know that. Uh, His lawyers also want a judge to prevent prosecutors from presenting evidence of his alleged heroin overdose and revival after three days of Narcon administered by emergency responders last May. So, that was a month before this. Why did he even have his CDL? Can anybody tell me that? Please, tell me. Quote, there's no specific apparent connection between an incident of apparent overdose and alleged, well, yeah, there is, because he was high when this happened. So, all this evidence should be included. You know, the judge, I don't think, is stupid enough to fall for this bit. Uh, He also asked the judge to toss or grant an oral argument over evidence related to a semi-tractor trailer rollover in Texas 18 days before the New Hampshire accident. According to prosecutors, he allegedly told New Hampshire investigators, well, I mean, I do heroin when discussing the Texas rollover. Well, you really want to put that uh, out of evidence? I, I just don't see this judge being that damn stupid. I really don't. Uh, defense attorney fired back, calling the connection between the accidents lacking a logical chain or reasoning. An accident related to inattention, for which the driver was not at fault, could not possibly be relevant to prove his knowledge of the dangers or. Of intention, no such logical chain of reasoning exists. This whole thing don't reason. If you want to do good for your client, which is a schluck, try to get him a deal, man, because he's nailed. Uh, an initial investigation by authorities alleged the driver drove over a center divider and slammed into the jarhead biker's head-on. While an independent analysis cited the driver's legal team earlier this year alleged the lead biker killed. In the accident, drove onto the center divider and was intoxicated. You know, it's always blame the victim. Blame the victim. Yes, that is a defense attorney strategy. So you know. But we will keep you updated on this story. Now, York County Sheriff's Office charged six men, it says, are members of a popular motorcycle gang. This out of CN2.com, and this is uh, CN2 News. They're not giving an author on this article, but out of York County, South Carolina, the York County Sheriff's Office charging six men, it says, are members of the Hells Angels motorcycle gang. Detectives believe they planned an attack as an intimidation tactic over presumed territory they say the men tried to enter the Bears Den Bar in Clover to start a fight with members of the Outlaws motorcycle gang. The owner told police he came out to the parking lot and tried to get the men to leave. According to the deputies, when another member of the Outlaws gang pulled into the parking lot, he was attacked by the group. All six had been charged with strong-arm robbery and criminal conspiracy. I'm not going to even mention anything on that one. Anyway, com, and this is a case I was talking about uh, that was uh, from last year. Uh, this of uh, the Modesto B, a murder case dismissed after feds withhold evidence. No, not the feds. Are you kidding me? They don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure they do. They're schlucks, That's why they do it. Uh, Aaron Tracy is the uh, contributor to this one. As part of an investigation last year by federal and local authorities into an alleged drug ring involving the Modesto Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, authorities developed new information in a five-year homicide that led to an arrest. But earlier this month, after a preliminary hearing had already begun, Deputy District Attorney Wendell Emerson dropped the murder case against Jeffrey Vell You mean that they actually do something right or they go by the Constitution? I'm just asking. The FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office would not hand over evidence and witnesses essential to the prosecution of Valthan Emerson told Judge Linda McFadden on June 1st, according to the con, uh, transcript of the hearing, quote, we did not have significant meetings with the Federal Bureau, FBI, and the U.S. attorneys, Emerson said in court, they are not going to at this time make the evidence and witnesses available to us, both the prosecution evidence that's in the uh, As to the defendant and some Brady information about a second shooter. So our office based on that is going to move to dismiss this case. Meaning when the the FBI has an informant in there, they don't want to release the name and stuff. He's probably working on something else within that club. He's probably still in the club. Uh, so, buyer beware is what I can tell you. Uh, but that's what's going on right there. A spokeswoman from the U.S. Attorney's Office said officials on the case declined to comment. "Quote Brady information refers to the Brady doctrine, a pre-trial discovery rule that requires prosecutors to turn over the defense all exculpatory evidence that could exonerate a defendant." I told you that's what's going on here. The preliminary hearing, which determines if there is enough evidence to justify the charges, had begun in mid-April when the attorney, Pierce Martinez, began asking for the information from the federal investigators that led to his client's arrest. He didn't comment on this stuff, but he was charged in a murder in 2015 of Stephen Lousey, uh a bystander found him suffering from gunshot wounds in a pickup truck after seeing him driving erratically ah so yeah it you know what basically it's going to be dropped for now but i guarantee it's probably going to be re-upped again uh so he's got a little breather but you know what that the feds are doing is they're protecting that uh informant that's why you don't see him going to court and you can't get any charges because he's already he's in there probably uh doing a RICO deal just remember that uh let's go on to our Cory Graff wall of shame yes Cory Graff he is a friend of the show and sends us articles all the time you know the ones that you know cops claim that bikers do all the time and they're so innocent well the wall of shame shows you different Fired Missouri officer arrested, charged with driving police car into a black man and beating him. Wow. Ouch. A recently fired Missouri detective was arrested Wednesday. Really, you want to do that stuff in this kind of climate now when everybody's watching every move you make? Yeah, real smart. Uh, After surveillance footage appeared to show him driving his police SUV into a fleeing black man and then beating the prone man. Uh, It's getting pretty messed up out there, it looks like, man. It really does. Uh, Former detective Joshua Smith of Ferguson was on duty the night of June 2nd when he claims he spotted a vehicle with illegally tinted windows. Man, they still do that? I know here, man. You'd have black as black. Uh, a non-functioning front headlight well of course they're going to get you on that and no license plate Mm, yeah that might be a little trouble according to his report referenced in a police press release he claimed the car also failed the signal when changing lanes he said he was attempting an investigatory stop of the vehicle when the people inside jumped out and ran surveillance footage of the incident paints a different picture yes you're on camera When will everybody understand you're on camera? Anyway, in the video, the car's occupants, both black men, can be seen scrambling out of their car and running toward a nearby house in a suburban neighborhood, as shown in a clip acquired by the Associated Press. Moments after the second man exits the car, the video appears to show a police SUV Speeding across the house's driveway and slamming into the men. No siren is audible, and the SUV's police lights are not flashing. Hmm, really? <laughs> yeah, following uh, Wad said protest, uh, Smith was fired a week later on June 10th. Yes, yes, yes. He was previously held on 50 uh, G's. Uh, but posted bail the day of his arrest. So that's what, $5,000 he had to do. Uh, So yeah, that is the wall of shame, Corey Graff's wall of shame. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section about this one. Hey, don't forget to go over and subscribe to all our platforms. We're talking Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify, iTunes, all the major podcast platforms as well as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, ArleyLiberty.com for all your daily biker news. Thanks for the support. Make sure you guys get over there, share it on your uh, pages. I'd really appreciate it. So my final thoughts. Yeah, the first one. What I, you know what? I hate it when they try to throw the victims under the bus they always do that and now there's even more witnesses that seen that wreck and you know what firefighters i always believe a firefighter man they got more integrity than a lot of people out there in the, you know especially more than uh leo and stuff so uh with them saying that kind of stuff and you know seeing the evidence of how this guy was messed up a month before had to get narcan the whole nine yards Uh, Yeah, I really do think the evidence should be in there for the jurors to hear about this guy. I am, you know what, everybody's surprised that the guy still held the CDLA. Uh, I had a CDLA, and yeah, I didn't mess with that sucker, man, because that thing cost me five G's to get. Uh, You know what, and a lot of truckers, they complain about uh, all the foreigners coming in, uh, how they lack... uh, safety awareness of uh, the way they treat the job the way they look uh you know and what i'm talking about when they why the way they look is they're dirty you need to take a bath take a shower man that's what them freaking uh travel usa's and all that are for ta's man take a shower i think you get a free one with all that gas or you know all the fuel you know fill-ups and stuff, so take a freaking bath or something. Uh but anyway, this is just a sad state of affairs with this uh case right now. It's only in preliminaries and it's been a year. It's been a year that this happened. Uh but one thing that came out of it is the biker community really came together for the jarheads which is uh just awesome stuff, man. Just awesome stuff. Uh but uh the other story that I was talking about more was this is something that club better be looking into because if the feds ain't handing over that brady evidence yeah you got an informant in your ranks right now i don't care what anybody says you got him in your ranks right now. That is the only reason why that evidence wouldn't be handed over. You know, one thing that a lot of clubs used to do—I don't know if they do them now—is they used to hire private detectives. You know, nobody knew about it. Only a, you know, an officer or two knew about it. And they would sick the PIs after, you know, people that they thought, hey, this guy could and couldn't be. And they get their intel and stuff, you know. Same thing that works with women, man. Uh Women are the same way. You get women that don't know any of the club members and they, you know poke around and stuff at least that's the way it used to be done on the streets i don't know about that uh now it seems like if people don't understand that uh you can get caught on video at every day any damn time something's freaking really wrong (laughs) really wrong that's all i can say uh am I right man? is people really ignorant nowadays the under- they don't understand the video part of it? It's just like this you know these cops it's like really dude you're doing that kind of stuff you're running over people with your s u v and crap uh and you don't think you're gonna be on you know film anything that happens people pop out them cell phones man. You know, I think that's really one of the good things that actually came out of cell phones. You know, me, I'm still at the point where, man, I wish we go back and there was just beepers and payphones not all this hassle all that stuff everybody knows where you're at all the time yeah i can't stand that stuff uh, i can't stand it but not to know that something's wrong with you that's just pure ignorance uh but what did you guys think of the monologue all that good stuff uh let me know hey snowflake man you know nobody deleted you buddy and- mean Don't do that stuff because if you act stupid YouTube or one of the other platforms are the ones that's going to censor you not us. You know we got longtime uh, subscribers that never get their comments published because we don't even see them. So that's just telling you something. Uh, you know the days and age that we're living in right now all the censorship uh you know i'll talk more about that over on instagram again instagram is where i'm gonna have a little social issue talk and all that good jive man you know you see behind the scenes of the show uh you know working out all that good stuff and my thoughts but until then you guys take care be safe and thanks for listening to insane throttle biker news goodbye Bamboos, Adios, Ciao, So Long, it's You Hat Jack? The radio is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get motorcycle Madhouse with tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.hardyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!